Welcome to an Untitled Animorphs Monthly Podcast. Uh, you just heard a fantastic, like the fantastic Animorphs opening um, from the TV show. Uh, I'm your host, John. I'm your most Avery. Oh, is it my I'm oh. I, I was going to say, I'm your least Anna. I'm, I'm the sparkliest Angela. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Uh, that's All right. Um, as I said at the top, we're we're working on a title. Please, please be nice. Please um, be patient yeah. with us. This is a I, podcast I, in development. I guess we should actually start with like our experiences with animorphs. Uh, yeah. Because because oh, yeah, uh, sure. uh, I I think I'm the outlier here. You're not. No, we got an no, even it, split. It, yeah, we, we, we have an even split. We have here. an entire even split. I have well, never, literally never read an Animorphs book until today. So. Uh, I, 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 I think I'm in an interesting place because I had not heard of Animorphs until I was in high school. <clears throat> uh, I knew about it I'm, through the Scholastic Book Fair because those were still a thing. I don't know if those were still a thing when you were growing up. Um, they were, yeah. No, okay, I had cool. those, but my time was mostly Captain Underpants. Yeah, and, I was more of a Captain uh, Underpants kid than a yeah. Animorphs kid, but they were still at the, at the book fair. So yeah, I we didn't even have Animorphs. That's why I'm kind of like I find Animorphs to be so interesting because it's a very like '90s encapsulated thing um, where outside, like the early to mid 2000s, I did not see animorphs anywhere i saw warrior cats for sure um warrior cats captain underpants uh i'm trying to think what else but like yeah uh, uh, most of like or at least in my my experience uh, most of what i saw was like everything but animorphs and it wasn't until i was in like high school where like i started meeting people outside of my peer group who were like yeah you remember animorphs and i was like what is that hey anna i uh, for 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 a second i I think maybe this might might help this do you want to give uh an approximate age you are oh yeah uh i'll just say it i'm 23 i'm about to be 24 later this year so Um, i am 28 so i think i came uh, i think i'm on like the line of like animorphs versus non-animorphs i think they were phasing out animorphs by the time i was well it was over by then yeah that's the thing but is they were that... still offered well yeah but it was the point of it was but but so... you weren't in the zeitgeist yeah no i was not in the i missed the zeitgeist but they were still like hanging out you know well we should probably actually say the year so i'll just say 97 is when i was born and so i was in like school in like 2000 like two, 2003. I was born in 89. Uh, <laughs> I was born in 92. So, but my, so I got Animorphs, not myself. My brother got the Animorphs books and I would occasionally steal them from him. Mm. Um, but he wasn't a big reader, so he didn't really keep up with them. So I only read like three or four of the books when I was, Younger, because I was far more interested in getting, uh, like, educational books, like uh, yeah. books on bugs, than buying, mm-hmm. you does, know. That does track yeah. for you. Yeah. Um, Tracks real hard. 
Yeah. Yeah, so that that was what I was buying from the Scholastic Book Fair. Um I was born in 1988. Um and this was uh the sweet spot because I have always been a little nerd, uh, a yeah. little nerdling. So like uh I at the same time I think I was reading Eerie Indiana um uh and and like stuff like that. Uh I, I being being slightly slightly older like the surrealism of early 90s nickelodeon really yeah. feeds into this i mean nickelodeon is also the uh <laughs> channel that eventually produced the horrible tv show but um i um i also but I read say... like maybe 20 plus like i I, I can tell you about the Andalite Chronicles and uh, other associated further off uh, side story stuff, which we will get to. Or, yeah, we will. Yeah, yes. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll let's let's we'll, do yeah. let's do the, the the summary of this of this book. This is Animorphs: The Invasion, the first Animorphs yeah. book mm-hmm. um, by K. A. Applegate. By K. A. Applegate, Applegate. absolute badass online. Mm-hmm. I'll take your word for um, it. Yes, check out her Twitter. Uh, would so, you like to summarize, Angela? Yes. Oh, me? Okay. Uh, so here in The Invasion, we meet uh, a nice, uh, actually quite diverse group of middle schoolers um, who are as angsty as middle schoolers can get. You Very. got the kid with bad parents. You got the kid with great parents. You got the kid with a big brother who doesn't love him anymore. You got the the cheerleader chick. Uh, and then you've got the goofball yeah. and they, well, you've got the horse girl. <laughs> she was the one with great parents. Um, ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, a couple of the, these the kids horse don't girl and the convenient animal haver, but regardless, yeah, <laughs> very convenient. Please, you know, we'll, well, we'll, we'll get to please, some please, of I, 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 we'll get thoughts. I, I, I yeah. should say we, we are introduced to a town that might be your town, even though this is clearly like in Florida. Yeah. Um, we are introduced to um, in I, I I wrote this down in order of how they were introduced. We have Jake, who is the narrator, uh, Marco, who we meet uh, with Jake at an arcade, Tobias, who uh, happens to meet up with them, uh, Rachel, who is introed in the weirdest way ever. She's with Cassie, and then um, those are our main core crew. We also learn about characters like. Uh, uh, Tom, which is Jake's older brother, and yeah. supposedly all of these people's parents, we learn about later in the book. All of these quote unquote parents. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And of course, we meet these uh, these preteens pretty much at the mall, but they're on their way home. Yeah. And mm-hmm. as you do, they decide to cut through the abandoned construction site that they've been told to never cut through because it's very dangerous. You know the uh, the abandoned construction site in your town that yeah. is conveniently uh, a shortcut <laughs> yeah. from you the know, arcade to your, your house? This might be your town. You know that very specific mall arcade that, yeah. <laughs> that is next to a construction site that is in your town? You Which know. leads right to your yeah. house. It's right in between yeah. your house right in between. and the mall it arcade. It would be inconvenient to not go through the construction site. Yeah, but yeah, it's so weird that, that cult, like that, your cul-de-sac basically abuts a construction site that abuts a mall. <laughs> that was abandoned. Can we? Okay, all right. Okay. Anyway, uh, so yeah. once they go through the abandoned construction site, which they've been told to never go through, or else they'll be uh, grounded till they're twenty. Um, a 
a spaceship just kind of lands in front of them with a with a mm-hmm. tail. With a yeah, space the spaceship bus. has a tail. Yeah. Um, and a a gentleman, I'm assuming, uh, walks out, uh, who is half Blue Man Group member and half a uh, deer Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With, with a tail. tail. <laughs> yeah. With a scorpion tail. It matches his ship. Yeah. You know, it's very on trend. Uh, mm-hmm. And he is badly injured. He's dying. He's dying. He, he, it, he, the, it's funny because this this stuck out to me. One of the people it just like noticed that he's injured. And then he psychically thinks to them, yeah, I'm dying. Like, yeah, fucking wise guy. <laughs> we, we should bring out, he, bring out, he doesn't have a mouth. He has three slits instead yeah. of a mouth. Um, and two um, pairs of eyes. Yeah, uh, yeah, one of them on stalks. Yeah. Pa- one pair, yeah. not one eye. Yeah, uh, this is uh, the first Andalite we meet. Uh, Andalites yeah. are kind of the supposedly good guy aliens in this, which, uh, I'll be honest, uh, I didn't fully realize before reading this. I thought Animorphs was like a weird magic thing. I didn't yeah. know it was an alien thing. Oh, no, yeah, it's space sci-fi, magic. dystopian. It's, this is yeah. space magic. Yeah. Um so for the next like 3 chapters it's essentially a lore dump of Yeah. Uh it's very quickly like here's all the lore. It's like two chapters of a yeah. a slice of life. Can I Can I try summarizing thing. this? Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The the end of like goes, "Hey, I'm a prince. I'm no dying. Yeah, no big deal. Don't worry about it. Uh, there are mind leeches that have settled on your planet. We came here to deal with it, but they ambushed us. All of the reinf- all of the people that we came here with are dead. I'm the last one. Help might be coming, but I don't know when. Um, so really what I'm going to need you to do is put your hands on this cosmic cube it's and tesseract. trust me it's yes. tesseract yeah. uh, specifically specifically what he says is help might be on the way but by the time they get here it will be too late yeah <gasps> is the i that's that's kind of the whole point yeah. of this is that you you young teen you young preteens you have to protect the world because who knows if it'll be here by the time help arrives I need you to be some rootin' tootin' child soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> it's also one of the only times that I have ever seen a piece of media that just like, hey, here is the the evil thing that you must um, defeat. It has two names. The first is the controllers, and the second is the yerks. <laughs> yerks. The yerks. Yeah. It has two E's. It's not the yerks. It's the yerks. It has to be. Oh. Otherwise, why would there be a second E in there? Okay. Oh, I I I should say uh, I didn't read the book uh, uh-huh. per se. I I listened to the book. Um, yeah. Uh, shout out to R Three Shorts, a YouTube channel that released um, I don't know how many of these books they've they've done, but they've done at least like the first three Animorphs books. Yeah. Fully online, fully on YouTube for free, uh, and each chapter is given its own video, and it's really well uh, produced. Um, uh, so I did not know how that was spelled. That's awesome. Yeah, it has two e's. Y e e r k s. Yerks. That I'm assuming. Like, if it's yerks and has a silent e, what is the point of that? Uh, it's alien. in the audio in the audio book. They call them yerks. Yeah. So okay. that's how it's that's how it's pronounced. Uh, I guess. We, we can also I guess. refer to the TV show 
um, at some point if we really needed a phonetic lesson on this one. But I, I don't know, know if oh, we yeah, want right. to refer to the TV show for anything. <laughs> no, I know, but look, if anybody's going to pronounce it right, it would probably be the TV show. So. You would hope, but... No, I so, mean, we could talk about yeah. how the Pokemon show it completely mispronounces every third Pokemon, so... Yeah. So then, after um, after the, these teenagers touch a touch a, a glowing cube from an alien prince, um, a bunch of spaceships show up, and uh, it's basically just like, oh, he's the guy, the the big guy. What is it, Visser Three? Visser Three, Visser three. Yeah. with yeah. some horrifyingly described aliens. They are yeah. extremely it's like cockroach. Blade guy, big cockroach blade guys. The the visor, uh, none of the visor three. The, uh, the taxons, and then the they have like some very long names. Hork Bajar. Hork Bajar uh, is the one that I was thinking of, which are like they're the beetles with like blade arms, and then the taxons are like snake people. Uh, no, they're centipede. They're centipede. Yeah, taxons centipede. Are, are centipede people with like whirling mouth stalks full of teeth. Yeah. And gelatinous red eyes yeah yes uh but viscer um, three is the only andalite that the yerks have um yeah uh brain uh taken over and uh viscer three comes out and is just like hey what's up i'm viscer three i'm gonna turn into a big monster and bore you uh and he bores the prince but uh, while the prince is projecting his feelings, his emotions, and his thoughts to these children, mm-hmm. so, like, they feel his fear. Yeah. They feel, like, his pain. Yeah. Uh, he does try to comfort them with some courage. Yeah. I, yeah, um, I have some issues with this chapter, uh, specifically because I listened to it instead of reading it, and so some emotions were evoked on me um, that... <laughs> We're not cool emotions. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's how the middle schoolers in, felt. In the course yeah. of like 10 minutes, uh, these 12-year-old children uh, witness like three people get killed. Yeah. yeah well, it is it's, fucking whiplash. Yes. Yeah. These children go from like hanging out and walking home from the arcade to like trauma bonding the next day because yeah. they witnessed a bunch of murder and aliens. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll talk about it a little bit later, yeah. but uh, the the Andalite Prince, I I have a theory about the Andalite Prince that uh, kind of bothers me uh, about what he does to these kids. Oh, John and I are going to have to stay very silent. Yeah, we, we can't say anything more. about this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just yeah. as someone who has never read these before, I have a theory, and uh, whether or not it comes up, I, I believe this wholeheartedly. No, this is this is great. I want dramatic irony in our um Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And we yeah, both so, Anna and I are the sources of dramatic irony because we have no idea what's happening. Yeah, so um, uh, uh Yeah, v- Visor 3 is a yerk who took over an Andalite, which means he's the only uh he's the only one of these brain slugs that can like morph shapeshift. into uh, shapeshift, which is what these kids learn that they can do. Uh yeah. the next day, yeah, uh uh Jake comments that he recognizes a couple different voices throughout the the, the as they're crowd being chased of like aliens. away uh from yeah. the abandoned construction site which can we just also point out that they did a very nice job of pointing out that this abandoned construction site is actually a home for uh homeless people like mm-hmm. they're they're using it that's a nice little well touch. one homeless dude one <laughs> uses homeless dude. it and he dies I he know. for sure he dies. definitely for sure dies yeah I, but they 
not show it on screen. So yeah, on on oh, yeah, screen. but that dude gets got. That in, yeah, I'm that sorry. I'm sorry. I just want to say in in the audio book, uh, you absolutely it's absolutely on screen because you hear a blood curdling scream and a crunch. Oh wow. Yeah. That could be a that could be a Mars bar. You don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, I thought I'd add that little flavor. Yeah, so they um they they get home and then uh, they essentially learn that like the whole thing is being covered up as like teenagers setting off fireworks by like the yeah. cops and they but they very quickly <laughs> they're just like oh my god the cops must be yurks and then very quickly they're just like but not all the cops are yurks until they are accosted by <laughs> a cop like, who is a yurk come on well hold on hold on hold on We're, we we have a, a lot to talk about yeah. in be- in between them saying that and then them seeing the cops yeah because yeah, I, what happens yeah, I, in between yeah. that is Tobias shows up at Jake's house um and is like I turned into my cat which is named dude which is dumb but Whatever, it's, it's very the 90s. stupid. Yeah, I, it's no uh, better than the dog's name. Yes. Oh, the dog's name is Homer. Like, uh, and I think specifically he does. I think he specifically says like the like the uh, the Odyssey, yeah. which is dumb. Uh, okay, so like, here's the thing. There, like, this book is interesting because there are a lot of pop culture references just being thrown around. Within the first three chapters, uh, he says something about the X Men, and I'm like. Well, yeah. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. All right. A lot of we're, we're doing weird... this. I'm the Letterman um, show. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say later in the later in the book. Uh, um, I think it's Marco. Marco mentions uh, King Kong versus Godzilla, and I freaked the fuck out for a second. <laughs> I was like, "What?" And then I remembered. Oh, right. There was another one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, There's um... been one already. Yeah. So let's go back into the shape shifting into a cat, though, which yeah, yeah. happens painfully slowly. Mm-hmm. Like you imagine, like in your head when you're thinking, "Oh, they change into animals." It's no. like it's like a quick yeah. shapeshifter uh, thing, but no, 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 no. It happens in excruciating detail to the point where you look at them and you go, "I think their eyes are a little different. Oh, their mouth is rounding out a bit more." What it's the literally- fuck? At one point, they describe it the, takes... the, the cover art of the book. I know. <laughs> That's how it happened. In, uh, oh, we should say, David Mattingly is not, has not uh, joined the cover art yet. Um, so he did not draw the artwork for this one, uh, which is sad. Uh, but uh, I think from, like, the third one on, uh, it, he is the one who um, does the art for all the covers. His artwork is amazing. Check out his website. But yeah, uh, um... Tobias turns into a cat, and it is immediately revealed that um, he is no longer wearing clothes. Yeah. Uh, which f- shocked the fuck out of me. They do explain what happens later. Um, that if you train with it and you wear tight-fitting clothes, yeah. that is, is absolutely... We can get to that, but like I have yeah. opinions about that. They are cowards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's just basically I, like Avery, you you're wear... saying they're cowards about twelve year old children running yeah. around naked. I think maybe you should. Walk no, that I'm one saying back. they they that they are lamb. I will get to it. I will fucking yeah. get to it and talk about it. Let's keep. Let's keep. But going yeah, yeah. Cat. Um. So then, then uh, Tobias turns into his cat, and Jake is like, "Oh my god, this is real." Then he can. Then uh, uh, Tobias convinces Jake to touch his dog to gain the dna of the dog and turn into his dog where um we get the first clue of something going awry here um 
Jake uh, loses control of his dog brain and starts barking uncontrollably. At his dog in the backyard that he yeah, let he's out. Bar- because he's yeah, like, he's barking- oh, there's a dog in my yard. Yeah, he because, like they say in the book, they are both themselves and the animal that they turn into. Yeah. Tom, Jake's older brother, walks into the room to scold the dog for barking inside, and Jake smells something off about him using his dog sense, um, which is kind of the first clue of like, oh, something's up. Um, Immediately at this point, I'm not joking, as soon as that happened, as soon as that, that, that he he smells weird, I'm like, oh, he's absolutely a controller, no problem, 100% call shot 360 no scope. Yeah. So then, these aren't subtle books. No, no, uh, and you know what? Good. <laughs> <laughs> they do some Good, very deep stuff in some very simplistic ways. It's great. This is the first book. You have to explain all of your yeah. characters. You have to explain all of the rules of this universe. Fucking, you have to like be just fuck it. Go on, boom, boom, boom. Oh. This character does this. This character does this. Back to back. And I like that. I enjoy that. Oh, you're gonna um, hate it after a while. Uh, that's the yes. only spoiler I'll give. Um, <laughs> so, uh, oh, uh, we should also mention uh, the Andalite before he dies does tell them the only rule about morphing he tells them is that you cannot stay morph for more than two hours, or you yeah. will, uh, you won't be able to turn back. Yeah. Two of your human hours. Yeah, two of your human hours. <laughs> he does say that. So, two, or is it two? It's either two of your human hours or two of your Earth hours. Something like that. Yeah. So uh, after that, they meet up with Marco and Rachel and Cassie rides up as a horse. Yeah, she's yeah. living her best horse girl life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then the cops show up. Yeah. And she turns back into a human being. And the cops Behind like, hey. everyone. Yeah, what's going on? And it's revealed that Cassie can morph back with her clothes. And yeah. then she says the thing about the tight tight-fitting clothes thing uh, she's she obviously says that, been practicing that's the whole yeah, thing she's she's, she's been, been practicing this. yeah uh at this point i kind of stopped paying attention because it was just a lot of i've figured out the plot of this story and now yeah. the characters have to figure out the plot of this story where it's like oh yes every, all the adults in town are are this and all the good guys in town are this and there's a secret cult club essentially and... essentially like the the rest of the book is or not the rest of the book uh the next big thing that happens is um the beach party. tom yeah tom keeps talking about this new hot club called the sharing that he keeps yeah. being really pushy about um about jake joining um and he's just like all right fuck it we'll go to the sharing because uh tom is just like oh yeah there's fucking there's barbecue and volleyball and hot bibs Um, and specifically avery do you you want to come to my non-denominational vaguely religious uh youth group yeah it's pretty much that uh so specifically um what happens is marco immediately figures out that tom is definitely a controller it's so obvious Uh, and yeah. he's like, listen, the cops told us to go to the sharing. Now your brother is telling us to go to the sharing. We know the cops are fucking controllers. Yeah. Why does, and, you know, and Jake like, clearly hits Marco. 
Yeah. yeah. Marco's also the only one who's like, fuck this shit. Why? No. Yeah. Let's yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. Marco's, Marco's mom died or whatever, so he's just like, I don't want to die because then my dad... Yeah, I, I, I do want to talk... I do want to talk more about that. Uh, but yeah, so they get into the, the uh, they get into this cult and using their morphing powers, they learn some stuff. Specifically, um, Jake morphs into Homer as a stray yeah. dog and goes over and sees his brother, Tom, be like, oh, I'm going to figure out, I, I'm going to need to figure out if they, uh, they were the kids that we chased away from the abandoned construction site or I'll kill him. Yeah. Uh, and um, this this so affects they, Jake negatively and all that. Um, yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, some other important character bits here, uh, Tobias is constantly, constantly talking about how he loves being a Falcon. Oh boy, does he love um, being a Red Tail Hawk. You. Excuse you, Red Tail Hawk. Yes, I, that's, I, I said Falcon and then I was like, no, 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 he's a Red Tail Hawk. He loves being a Red Tail Hawk. If, t- it's if Tobias favorite was here thing in the right world. now, he would be like, excuse you, I'm not a Falcon. I have yeah. a Red Tail Hawk. He's very clear. About Which, that. by the way, he got because they went to Cassie's family, like the, the um, Cassie's yeah. parents are vets. I Cassie feel like has a C- Cassie's Cassie lives on like a a farm that uh, she lives on a working animals. veterinary farm uh, that is associated with SeaWorld. which is associated with the local zoo. So then after. It's Bush Gardens Seawall yeah. for some reason. Oh, at at the Shining, the Shining. I'll just call it the Shining. Whatever. They find out that uh, the vice principal is um, like the kind of leader of like the human controllers. So Jake uh, turns into a lizard at school and follows the vice principal around. Finds out in one of the janitor closets, there's like a secret access tunnel that leads to the uh, the Yerk pit. Which is uh, apparently something that the and uh, the York the York pool, pool which York they need pool. to go to every three days in order yeah. to survive. Survive. It's like their food, I guess. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, it, Tobias learned this from the Andalite before he died. Um, so they find out where it is. They know what's down there. Uh, so they're like, "Well, we should probably get some better firepower." So they go to a zoo. And yeah. hijinks ensue. Um, ultimately, really, all you need to know is uh, they get that a gorilla Marco, and they get a they tiger. get a they get a and gorilla, a tiger, and an elephant. Yeah. They can turn turn into those things now. Yeah. Then we have a climactic kind of final battle where they're trying to fe- free all the people. They only they and they to all describe, turn into. If we can describe the the yerk pool for us for a second. Essentially, yeah. I, I was very co- confused about the logistics of what this was going to be. But essentially what happens is they have people, um, they bring in people uh, that are, uh, you know, controllers. Um, and then one of the controllers holds the person and then the yerk exits that person. Through the in, ear. In, yeah, through the ear into the, into the yerk pool. And then now that person is human or whatever they're they're sentient yeah. again and themselves again, and then they get like thrown into like a fucking cage. Um, yeah, and uh, then... except they get thrown into the cage, but there are also willing participants of this yes. who allow themselves to be patrolled. And uh, I assumed that they were the ones who were like the guards down here. Yeah, yeah it's either yeah, that or they're, they're just like fucking kicking it. 
Yeah, they were just yes. chilling in the teacher's lounge, basically. They're watching, they're watching fucking TV, and I think specifically they say there's, like, The Simpsons playing or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sure, so not? it's, like, it, it's a horrible suffering pit, essentially, where people are in cages gnashing at teeth. Yeah. Also, I should mention, uh, uh, they, they say that it's not just under the school. They say that the Yerk pit is, like, under, under the, the town. Yeah. town. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah, it's basically this thing is, like, buried miles beneath the town, and it is almost the size of the town. Um, because the thing is that the pool isn't just the pool. They're fitted with, like, artificial sunlight generators that mimic uh, whatever weird conditions the Yerk homeworld sun has which is one of the things they need for the pool yeah, yeah. the uh their sun gives them it's a specific like, kind of, kind of uh, vitamin kind of rays that they is it it's like kind of, kind of something it doesn't like, matter uh they're they're, they're reverse superman they're yeah. they're they're like reverse superman characters where yeah. they need uh their evil sun instead of our good powerful yellow cool. sun. yellow sun yeah anyway um it cassie gets taken uh, it's kidnapped, and so they go to rescue her and try to rescue all the people here. They end up meeting Visor 3 again, who turns into some giant eight-legged, eight-armed, eight-faced thing. Um, yeah. They all try to kill it. It doesn't work. Um, they end up saving one they person. They do hurt him. They do hurt no, him. They, 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 they end two. up saving, like, three or four. Yeah. Uh, like, actually, like maybe no, a half dozen. In, no, in, in the book... I just, just I just says, finished it. They literally literally it, it says we managed to only save the person that was writing Cassie. And the they, brother though. No, the brother's not No, saved. they didn't. They didn't because that's one of the last things that happens is oh, yeah. after they Thomas after still... they escape the next day, the next or I guess later that night yeah. Jake is sitting in bed sobbing because his brother is still Oh yeah. Captive. Sorry. Completely forgot yeah, that. His brother um, his brother is still being controlled. Well, yeah. Anna, also, you I feel like you might be erasing uh, two very important characters, which are they also saved a couple of Fork Bajir. Oh, yes. Wow. Uh, yeah, uh, this is important. Th th this will yeah. I, like I, I hate to be I don't think this is a spoiler, but it's yeah. important that they actually saved a couple of aliens. here. Uh, it, yeah. it, it, it was kind of glossed over in the audio book. But yes, uh, that did happen. I, I did. I did take note of that and thought, why are they just glossing over this? <laughs> Um, and of course, uh, the final, the final kind of result of this battle is that Tobias had to stay in his red tail hawk form to evade capture and be, not be noticed by the Yerks, um, and is now permanently, quote unquote, uh, I guess, I don't know, yep, uh, a red tail stuck. hawk. He's stuck as a red tail yeah. hawk. You know, um, I'm I'm like I want to say, uh, had to in quotes because I don't particularly think that kid ever wanted to be anything other than that red tail hawk. Yeah, I I also want to say uh, after I finished the book, um, I went I went to Angela, um, and I I went up to Angela and I was just like, so Tobias is permanently a hawk now. Uh, does he fuck another hawk? And she was very <laughs> cagey about it. So Tobias definitely fucks another hawk in this book i think that's my prediction yeah we, we will I can't not say any i can't go into yeah we won't go into that okay so definitely yeah, we, we can't definitely go into yes okay great Tobias does some wild can we go around and give our like personal takes about this book yeah um yeah and, sure like, 
more like subjective stuff like writing style and like silly stuff even yeah um anyone want to volunteer to start I, I have a note that I want to read because I've, I, I've been sure. taking notes about this. Um, this is from chapter 15, page 67, um, where Jake is just shocked that their vice principal Chapman is one of them. Um, and my note is, I love the most high stakes takeover is a dude who gruffly tells you to tuck in your shirt and has a Garfield I hate Monday's coffee cup on his desk. Yeah. I What fucked me up is in... I don't know if it translates as well in the book, but in the audiobook, they made it seem like I was supposed to know this character. <laughs> it was like it was well, my it was my vice principal the whole time. Well, dun, dun, I dun, think dun. Like, I think you're supposed to identify your own personal vice principal. Yeah, it's um, it's but like, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> do you know? <laughs> That's the have issue. you ever read Twilight? No. Do you no. know how? Yes. Um, do you know how the 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 character, the female character in Twilight, who I cannot remember, Bella? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Swan. Is like yeah. very, very like generic. So you're supposed to like write yourself into her role. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. that, but instead of uh, the main character, it's a side character that's just your vice principal. Yeah, I just. Yeah, I mean, it it so is supposed weird. to be very like, oh, this could be your school. This could be things happening yeah. to you. And what? for me, I'm like, I didn't have a vice principal in my middle school. Like, I was about what? to say, what fucks me up about this is I don't know if this is the same for every school or every school system even, but in my in both my middle school and high school, uh, well, I should say even in elementary school, I never saw any of my vice principals. Yeah, because me oh, I did. They they didn't really exist. The principals were the ones who were like doing morning announcements and they were the ones talking at like the uh uh the auditorium stuff and they were the ones who were like going to classes to like talk to teachers about things. Like the principals do stuff. Vice principals, I don't know what they did. Until I got to like high school where it was basically three vice principals uh uh or no. No, that was middle school. It was three vice principals, one for each grade. Um mm. And even then, I still never saw any of them. <laughs> that's weird. Well, that's because they were in the Yerk Pits, Anna. Yeah, they were, they were probably in the Yerk Pit. I um, guess. Okay. Uh, uh, John, any personal? Oh, I takes? I went to a I, I went to a small school, so like my my connection to having like a vice principal is none. We didn't even have a vice principal. Like my middle school was like thirty kids per class per grade. Thirty kids per grade. So, like, we we really didn't have enough to warrant having that sort of stuff. Um, but, like, uh, can can we can we talk about Cassie and Rachel? Yeah. Uh, I have yeah. one thing I want to say about Rachel, which is uh, I don't fucking trust Jake at all. I was yeah. very distracted throughout this book because yeah. the first, the first thing he says about Rachel. <laughs> is that the very geez. first thing? Yeah. She's so beautiful. She's gorgeous. She's my cousin. Whoa. She's my cousin. This happens. What? Multiple, thank you, Anna. This happens multiple times. At that least, is one of the things I wanted to bring up. At is... least three times, Jake is just like, ah, Rachel, my fucking hot cousin. <laughs> oh, Jake, my fucking are you cousin good? so goddamn hot. Goddamn hot. Fuck. Jake, are you good, my Fuck. guy? But then, but then, like, two chapters, then, like, a ch- like not even uh, the very next page, it's like, oh, I'm deeply, deeply in love with Cassie. It's like, yeah. great. Why the but fuck my, are you talking about your fucking cousin like yeah, that, but bro? My cousin, I'm deeply in love with Cassie, but my cousin's so hot, though. Jake? Are you good? <laughs> I No, it's... Jake is not good. Jake is a little shit. Yeah. I fucking, I, I don't like him at all. I don't You're like him either. Still. 
I, everyone you're not supposed to. Everyone Jake defects to him. Everyone defects to him as the leader, and I'm like, even why? in like his narration, he's like, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. I'm like, uh, why? It, 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 it's because Jake is a character who would listen to Jordan Peterson's alpha mindset yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he is standard white boy wannabe jock. Yeah. Like, <sighs> he's also so. Uh, angsty. There is a version of him with frosted tips. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> he's so angsty. The fucking the the quote in the inside of this cover of the book. Is like, it, which is like the inside cover quote is supposed to be like the pull quote of the book that gets you interested in like the thing. Um, is okay, I'm gonna just read it. I did it Monday morning in my locker at school. I turned into a lizard, a green anole to be exact. It's a mes- member of the Guana family. Like, you care, Jake? Uh, are you okay? Like, okay, yeah. the first thing he yeah. says is, my name's Jake. It's my first name, of course. Of course, duh. Wait, what the fuck Jake? is your deal, Shut dude? The fuck up, wait, wait, Jake. wait. Can, can, can we also talk about some weird internalized racism that Jake has? Yes! yes. Holy shit, yes! Um, I Some choice lines here. Cassie's quieter than Rachel, more peaceful. Like, she always understands everything on some more mystical level. Oof. Yeah. She, like, very, sp- he, the, like, the third word out of his mouth about Cassie is, oh, she's black. <laughs> uh, like, she's, uh, she, he also talks about her hair prep, like, his preference yeah. of her hair. Yeah. Which is, so that's, fucking that's weird. Real bad and weird. I, and, and I want to say, great, that's fine, it's a, it's a kid, it's a teenager, a preteen, whatever. This is written by an adult. Yeah. Um, can I just say, also, all the adults in this book are written insane. <laughs> written Fully fucking crazy the way they talk. The 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 non-important adults. So the important adults, like the the principal, talks like a supervillain, which is fine because that's what he is. But like mm-hmm. Jake's parents, fucking, what were you doing so out so late for dinner? Why were you not there? It's like what the fuck was that sentence? Like, <laughs> like I, I was I, ha- I, I was hanging out. Oh, it's always hanging out with you. Yeah. What'd you do at work today, Dad? I was hanging out. Okay. Wink. Uh, <laughs> wink. Surely yeah. it's hanging out. It's like, okay, okay, okay. We get it. Get also, it. parents it's just are weird, weird that his parents never give their their other son, like, any looks of, like, you you suddenly quit, like, basketball, which you seem to have been pretty good at, yeah. to be part of a youth his, group, and I'm not under, I don't understand, like, his parents. We could have gotten you a basketball scholarship. That's why dumbass. Cassie's Jake, parents Jake's are the parents, good ones. Yeah. Jake's parents in this book only ever speak directly to Jake and each other. They do not speak to Tom once. I checked. I double checked. They do not wow. speak once to their oldest son. This it's is a. Weird. You, you guys. You guys have heard of the Bechdel test. Yeah. This is. Yeah. A, this, yeah. Is a, this is the Tom test, <laughs> where I guess if 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 two characters. Uh, don't talk directly to another character, then that other character is... Must be Tom. No, I was going to say must be uh, taken over by some sort of brain slug. Oh, I was going to say it must be Tyler Durden from uh, Fight Club. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, um... Oh, fuck. I, I've written a bunch of... Uh, I, I've written character bios for all of them. Um, <laughs> well, let's hear them. Yeah. So, Jake, narrator, whiny, doesn't understand yeah. that his life is completely normal. Yeah. <laughs> Marco can find tricks in games that others couldn't. That is his most defining feature other than his dead mom. Yeah. And being angry and kind of a like shit. 
Yeah. And kind of a racist stereotype, but I'll talk about that another time. Um, Tobias, um, introduced as fucking nerd, turns out to be the best character in the book. Oh, yeah, Tobias. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. Because J- that, that's because Jake hates Tobias. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. And Jake that's is an a- actively they bad hate person. To- everyone in this book either fucking hates Tobias or they're Cassie or, or I, I, was it Cassie or Rachel? Rachel. Is always defending tobias every rachel was always defending tobias which which i think also aggravates jake obviously because (laughs) yes hots for his i literally Um, can i can okay so we so with the characters i can't name a fucking like defining character trait about rachel like everyone else has that's what i was about to say i was literally about to say for my, my next one is uh, well, Tobias, uh, the best character, and we don't want to know his home life. Uh, yeah. Rachel, Rachel is just girl. Rachel, weirdest intro ever, that is her character. Is Yeah. I can't define her by any other, anything else other than Jake's hot cousin. Um, no, no, there, there is another thing. Um, there is a point at which Jake states that she is like Storm from the X-Men, which is double weird for some for for but, obvious reasons. Well, hold but, on. She's, like the thing is that she's like feistier and more quarrelsome than Rachel. She like Cassie. Cassie is all no 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 not oh, not I'm Cassie. Sorry, sorry. We're we're talking about Rachel. Rachel is always compared to yeah. Cassie, but in Jake's mind. For but some my reason. issue with that is she doesn't show it. She's described that way, but she literally does nothing in this book other than yeah. turn into an elephant. Yeah. Well. I mean, thankfully, the way these books work is that each one is a different character's head. Um, so next book is Rachel. Okay, um, great. Yeah, you'll we'll, we'll, we'll get different perspectives okay. um, that will help yeah. coalesce this horrible Cassie, group of people. Cassie, they don't really talk about this, but she's like, uh, uh, she definitely like, as uh, uh, definitely in high school, got into the Misfits and learned how to do like magic with a K. Uh <laughs> And like owns owns a bunch of crystals. Um, yeah. Well, she's a horse girl, of course. Yeah. Yeah. She's the only black character we meet in the book so far. Uh, yeah. No, in this book, she's the yes, only black character we meet. Yeah. Not so far. I, I, I know you. I, I mean, when I say so far, I mean like I've, we've only read this book. <laughs> she's also kind of the only one that they really explicitly state race. If yeah. I re- like, so that's I, also a, a bit of a. At the very least, at least she's not like a stereotype like an obvious stereotype of just like Um, a black girl uh i feel like she's being pigeonholed into being magical she yeah she's kind of being pigeonholed into yeah i'm more saying like yeah i'm more saying like she's not like typecast as like a ghetto chick or something it would be problematic if you swapped uh rachel and cassie i would say that Mm, that if you if you are so all of a sudden had the athletic one be because i will say they've mentioned that rachel is fast when they're running away from the aliens yeah and also she immediately has the same idea of jake of we are going to get this guy to follow us so there are a few traits in there yeah um it's just it's just there's so few and far between where like mark like the three the three dudes have like the most defined character yeah. traits out of like any character in this book. Yeah, Jake, but Marco, also and Tobias. Fuck Jake. Uh, like Jake sucks. Marco and Tobias are, are like Marco kind of sucks, but he has his reasons for why he sucks. 
Tobias um, is the best of us. Oh, Tobias, Tobias is yeah. Tobias is the best of us, and now he's a bird forever. Yeah, uh, forever. So, um, uh, you know what? You know who Marco is. Marco is basically Keith David's character from They Live. Um, Marco is Raphael. Where Marco does well, he but Marco just doesn't want to put the glasses on. Like Marco that's his is, entire thing Marco's is cool, that he doesn't want to. Yes. But, like, he, he really, like, at every single, like, moment of this story up into, like, a very defined point of Cassie being kidnapped is, like, I don't want to do this. This is yeah. this is yeah. bad. We should just we should just yeah. hide. It's this is not going to go well for us, which is a valid statement. Very. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Marco is basically just peer pressured into being a child soldier. Yeah. So, yeah, I want to talk real quick about the andalite prince yeah um and my 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 theory um okay so they walk up to this dude and like one of them i think it's tobias holds this andalite prince in in his arms while he's dying yeah um because tobias we know we know this dude can like project thoughts i sure my thought is that he can project emotions. Um, oh, it's explicitly stated. That yeah, he it's can. stated that way. Yeah, but I'm what I'm. It is stated that way, but specifically, I think he implants emotions on these kids because it's a one eighty. Like they go from, they go from like what the fuck is that to like fuck yeah I guess we'll take we'll help you know save the world. And then yeah. the next day, all of them are like, wait a minute, what the fuck did we agree to? <laughs> yeah. It, and so it kind of hits me in the, like, as I'm going through this book more and more, as, as I went through this book more and more, I'm like, the more this goes on, the less, like, interested they are. And Tobias, who spent the most time with the Andalite, is the one who goes the hardest. Yeah. Um, I mean, I also think that Tobias is somebody who's, life is just uh portrayed as a life they don't want to live yeah which yeah is true absolutely um but it's this it's so bizarre to me it it kind of has like weird groomer vibes the andalite does where he's just like <laughs> yeah he's just like oh, i'm oh, yeah. dying yeah. Ooh, oh you'll never I, be yeah. able to I help mean, a look, time we're, we're not here to say that Unless... that, that andalite prince didn't do a horrible thing he, he uh, did an atrocious thing like he, li- uh, he like, literally discord, I, my my discord kitten uh, I am, I am dying. If only you showed feet pics on cam and voice chat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, he literally, he literally goes, ah, uh, there's no way to save the world. Oh, your planet's doomed. Oh, you yeah. feisty kids, you've got a good heart. You could probably save the planet if only there was a way. Wait a minute. Like, oh, shifty, yeah. like, looking to the cube he's holding in his yeah. hand, like... You kids want to hey, you know what? I don't even think that dude actually got bored. I think hey, that was could a you walk man. into my? Could, could you walk into my uh, grass-covered spaceship? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, I love he walks into Jake walks into the spaceship, and it's just a spaceship, and then a picture of the Andalite's family. No, no, like, it's a three D picture. It's a statue. It's a statue. Yeah. <laughs> It's a holocron. It's like literally. It's it's literally like he. It it would be like if you were driving your like car down the highway with like a framed photo on the dashboard. Like that's what this is. Yeah, it's the stupidest thing in the world. 
It's so it's, it's the stupidest thing in the world for other for 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 reasons beyond what you think it is. Um also yeah, uh, uh, yeah, two preteen boys in this book outrun a fully grown tiger. Um which is Did insane. They put under a trance. No, no, no. There were two tigers in There the were trance. two tigers. Oh, right. Yeah. And so they put right. one to sleep. The they put one into a trance and then the other one jumped for them. <laughs> Cassie specifically says they don't go into the thing with the gorilla. There's a, a fence in the way. It's like a weird, it's basically like you can go to the gorilla, but it yeah. can't go out and you can't go in. But um, what, I, what I'm saying is that if I um, ever had a chance to touch a gorilla, uh, even through a cage, uh, if they touch me in any way, I think all of my bones and whatever they touch would just break instantly and turn to dust. <laughs> because they are a gorilla, and I am pretty tiny. Yeah, there, there's like, a moment where small. I is it is it who who reassures who that gorilla that that the gorillas are mostly it's peaceful. It's Cassie. Ca okay, Cassie has not been reading her zoo facts <laughs> right. Because I feel like a child, like like a teenage child wandering into a gorilla enclosure, is a great way to see a teenage child's like int intestines. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean that literally happened. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was does not did did we all forget Harambe collectively? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just well, Haram Haram who? Well, Sorry. I just I just love the way this is described in the book, where it's just like yeah. Marco walks up, and this gorilla does not fucking care about Marco at all. The gorilla sees an apple and is like, oh, fuck yes. Give me that shit. <laughs> it's like, it, what was that? Uh, uh, give me, give orange me, give eat uh, orange, <laughs> yeah. me eat orange, the give me did. orange, give me you. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the chimpanzee with the sign language. Uh, so, so <laughs> like, uh, literally, this gorilla is just like sticking its hand to the thing, like, give it, I want it, stop, give it, give it. I just think, it. I just think it's really funny that uh, Cassie is essentially the, um, oh, what is that, what is that term? Uh, the thing, like, it's like a, it's like a cliche in like a lot of like popular media. MacGuffin. The Beastmaster? <laughs> I was um, gonna say she's the hookup. She, she's she, like a, she's, she's, a, she's the MacGuffin of this yeah. thing because she, she she can just be like, not only can I give you access to animals at my house, I can give you access to bigger animals at my mom's work. It's just like you are the animal hookup. Let's my go. mom. My what mom works at. A, thank God we know Cassie. Yeah. Thank God we know yeah. the token black character because yeah, she the, also works at a zoo. I guess. But I mean, they wouldn't have gone anywhere if all they had were house house mice and <laughs> dogs like, and cats. As soon as as soon as this happened, like it, like ha the first time they like transform, I'm like, Tobias is a cat, Jake is a dog. Like, <laughs> what are they gonna I, do? I, I'm, and I'm like looking at the covers, and I'm like, there's dolphins and chimpanzees <laughs> and lizards and shit. Like, how the fuck do these these kids transform into anything? And then like the very next chapter, it's like Cassie's a horse. There's a bunch of fal there's like falcons and hawks. So there's a peregrine that uh, Tobias says that he left alone. And yeah. oh yeah, by the way, there's a zoo. Uh, and yeah, you had to run away from tigers. We didn't have to do anything. Y'all don't have a zoo hookup. <laughs> you don't have that I fucking dank zoo hookup. I pet a rhinoceros once. 
I used to have a zoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how they I like how they went into the rhinoceros pen and it's just like um yeah that rhinoceros rhinoceros didn't gore anybody and the rhinoceros didn't gore anybody but then they were just like no i'm not gonna fuck with the rhinoceros and then they immediately fuck with the tiger like dog actually rhinoceroses Um, are pretty docile having pet a rhinoceros i would rather fuck with the rhinoceros than fuck with a tiger no avery they didn't realize it was a tiger enclosure yeah they just happened to be there but, but just, they at first they didn't realize it was a rhino enclosure. And then they were just like, oh, no, a rhino. We can't deal no, with that. But we can deal with opened, tigers? No, they, they opened the enclosure and saw a rhino and immediately ran away. They opened yeah. the tiger enclosure and didn't realize it was a tiger enclosure until Jake sat down on the tiger. I just I just really feel like you know, you'd think there'd be a label somewhere. You'd think there would just be like a label or a placard or anything. Also, I just want to say, and uh, it it hit me that I I would like to apologize to Cassie because I am the zoo hookup. I'm realizing, um, <laughs> yeah, because my dad used to work at an aviary. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well, I, I used I guess... to know the head herpetologist of the Baltimore Zoo. Like, I went whatever. To zoo he, camp. he he was my zoo and uh, aquarium hookup. I guess we're gonna get uh, scooped out by an Andalite prince that's gonna hook us up with animal powers yeah. because we have multiple go, animal hookups. Go, you trauma bonded children! Save I, the planet I really, with animal I really powers. Think with Cassie in this group, that Andalite prince definitely scoped these kids out. Oh, absolutely! That's why I'm saying he's like a groomer. This is an op. This is well, an op. okay, but I think that's a really interesting point about this book. Is yeah. I mean, we're dealing with middle schoolers, and this yeah. is a book written for middle schoolers, which yeah. is why you have to do the simplistic language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is before Hunger Games and all these other, like, mm-hmm. teenage war That real books. fucking uncut shit. No, I'm going to say that <laughs> Animorphs goes way harder than Hunger Games. Oh, space. it goes so much harder. Like, Animorphs I mean, goes harder than Hunger Games. I was about to say, yeah, within the first, like... Within the first, like, four chapters of this book, like, a bunch of people are dead, dead. or enslaved. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is one of those things that um, I love about uh, schools, which is, like, oh, it's a book about kids turning into animals. That's probably got to have some sort of, like, merit. Because I remember being able to read these, but Goosebumps was absolutely oh, no, 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 a no. forbidden contraband in our school. Yeah, and Goosebumps is like the you same You can read a, so, a story about a silly mask. I would say Goosebumps is tamer than animals. Yeah, you can't oh, read a story I mean. about a I mean. silly it's mask. Like, yeah. Have this fucking Alien Vor book. But yeah. which Go crazy. One, which one had the better TV show? Uh, goosebumps. I mean, depends on the episode. Uh, I was gonna say that one, I was that say, one episode of the Goosebumps, though. The mask. The yeah, mask that, that was a good one. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. No, that's no, a fantastic that's a episode. One. Until you get to the end where there's just those floating masks. I was an Are You Afraid of the Dark kid? Oh my but, god! I which could, was even more traumatizing than anything Goosebumps. Only, could do. only the one in the pool. The one in the pool with the the I, the, like the, the ghost, one that the yeah. one that traumatized me because hey. I was like three or four years old was the the, the smoking clown one. Which is uh, how you know you, I'm old because the there was first a cloud. Are you guys? Are you, that was the kids? first episode. <laughs> Flom slime. Yeah. Only okay, anyways, kids uh, I only watched PBS, but anyway, I, I what I want to get back to on the entire theming of this book is like K. A. Applegate, and I think it's her husband who also helped write her. There, write the uh, books. Their entire idea was, oh, let's put out a monthly series about child soldiers who are conscripted based they are forced into this into an alien war 
into an alien war where they are the entire fate of the planet, where they're not allowed to tell anyone. Um, and let's just see how fucked up we can make it. And yeah. I, it's, um... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This seems to be a kind of through line in, in YA novels. Uh, Harry Potter is that, uh, like, by the, by the fourth book, they're literally in... Dumbledore's army is what they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, Hunger Games, we already talked about. Um, Twilight, there's a vampire war. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, but in, I would in, say even, that... Like, The Giver. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Teen this kid war had... crimes. Teen yeah, this... war crimes. But what's this... different yeah. about this one is that they're... Like, a lot of those, like, it's set up that the kids in some ways choose that path. Um, like, Harry Potter chooses to form Dumbledore's army. In the Hunger Games, Katniss chooses to go into the Hunger Games. These kids are not given a single choice. They literally say in the book, we don't have a choice. Yeah. (laughs) This is more like, this is more like Hatchet. Yeah. (laughs) Where, where, uh, Hatchet is the one where a kid is flying to Alaska in, like, a bush plane, and the pilot, uh, has a heart attack halfway through the flight, and he crashes into the Canadian wilderness and has to survive yeah. with his one weapon. A hatchet. A hatchet. Uh, and and it's, it's pretty good. It's a, it's a great, great book. book. I've talked about this book. The, I don't know if I've ever said it um, I love that book. I've read it many times. I think that, we, I that think might not entirely a, get edited out of the episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we've done a podcast. So, uh, well, what? I was going to say, is there anything else that anybody wants to say before we we, we close out? I'm um, excited to see where this goes. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, and I mean a lot of loose ends here. Um, oh, they'll uh, get looser. They're going to get well, so loose. Well, we got like 54 plus more books to read. We got years worth of books because we, we are going to read them. In the order they were published, and in we're, the timing they were published, and we're gonna and we're gonna make this podcast no matter if someone listens to it or not. Now, okay, so there's one thing uh, I do want to We have a lot of experience up. doing that, <laughs> and if someone dies, okay, I want to bring up one replaced. thing though. Okay, just just because I want to get on a soapbox right now, a soapbox that every Animorphs fan is going to get up on, um, because it's going to come up, and this does not have Hold to do on. with the current book. Pause. Yeah. Are there and are there extant Animorphs fans? Yes. Yeah. Are yeah. there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there oh, are. Oh, no. Anyway. Oh. oh, yeah, we might get some. Oh, no. Um, so the soapbox that I have to get on is we don't get enough Tobias books. Yeah. Coming up, you're not going to get a lot from Tobias because Scholastic, not the writers, said no one's going to identify with a hawk boy. <laughs> they're wrong because i remember one of those books they're they fucking slap that's the those are the they're books I amazing um, i had a crush on tobias as i, I was a furry i cannot world. i cannot speak to the efficacy of tobias books but i can speak to the efficacy of being not into bird boys but interested in bird boys <laughs> Um, because yes. is, one of my favorite chapters of my favorite webcomic, Gunner Craig Court, is about a bird boy. Uh, and it is, like, legitimately so beautiful, I almost cried. Oh, so, uh, I'm sorry. Real quick, I did have one note that I wrote down um, that bugged the shit out of me. Um, and, I'm, and I'm calling out K.A. Applegate uh, yeah. because... 
Okay, she, Applegate, you fucking coward. Get on our podcast. Applegate, you do not know how fucking bones work. Um, <laughs> when Jake turns into Homer, he says, he talks about how his fucking leg, his knees, yeah. pop and bend backwards. That's but it not, doesn't hurt somehow. No, first of all, first of all, that's not how dog legs work. <laughs> no. That backwards bit, that's their ankle. <laughs> yeah. That's their uh, ankle. Not their knee. Yeah, there's some uh, science problems in this book. Yeah, there's also there's some also problems. more importantly, saying that their fucking bones move around in, in their body doesn't hurt. Like dog, are you sure? It's I, magic. That's I part of the it's morphing technology. It's technology. I, ass- it's I assume that was say- just some weird space magic shit that I don't yeah. want to get into. I I take huge issue with that. Like the bo- every, I don't I'm care. sorry that these children can't be traumatized every time they change their body shape okay. because you want them to feel massive amounts. I don't of pain want them. Okay, th- and this also okay. This gets back to the thing that y'all called me out on at the beginning of the video. How I said that they were cowards for having uh, only some children oh, yeah. be naked. What yeah. I am yeah. saying, I am not saying that all children should be naked when they switch bodies <laughs> like this. What I'm saying is pick one because yes. they clearly, obviously made it so that the girl um, didn't have to be naked. We'll make it so, why is it okay for the boys to be naked? That's all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, That's Okay, uh, Applegate, yeah. I'm slamming the gauntlet down. You are a coward. Get on our podcast. Yes, uh, I, I think her, her her gendered biases these or maybe not gender these three boys do not have the mental finesse to think about tight clothing staying on their. Bodies. Yeah, actually, I will yeah. argue pro this one. I am going to argue this from the point of somebody who grew up in middle school, um, having to think about the clothes on my body. And like, so, and it's stated that they did start off like not being able to do the clothes thing, but their first thought was, oh shit, that can't happen. Whereas the boys never thought that. And the boys were just like, I guess you gotta get these pants. Okay. All I'm saying is that it it very much smacks of um, women's body sexy, men's body funny. That's what it smacks like to me. It does. Yes. I'll agree to that. Thank you. That's all I'm trying to say. I just, no, okay. I agree. I can acknowledge that viewpoint. I do not get it from that. But I can also acknowledge that that's a completely legitimate. It's a fair read. It's just yeah. not my yeah. read. There's, there's, all I some, can say. there's some issues in this book that, that like really made me feel weird. Like the backwards bending knee thing fucking sent me on like a <laughs> sent me through like a whirling dervish of thoughts. I'm like, how, that makes no sense because like I literally had to Google like bone structures because I know this stuff because I collect I collect bones. So literally, a dog's back leg and a dog's we're front just gonna legs we're just gonna let that slide si- by that Anna collects bones without explaining that to the listener. No. And we're not gonna <laughs> okay, yes, that. I collect I. People collect no, bones, no. Literally, whatever. do not explain it. No, <laughs> don't explain going. it. Just keep going. Okay, so, <laughs> but 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 basically, like all mammals have the same fucking bones. Yeah. They just are configured in slightly different ways. Dog, like a dog, that long part that then turns backwards. That's literally like, look at your foot. That's the long part of your foot. They're just standing on their toes. Yeah, that's this. That's what that is. And so that drives me nuts that I'm like, 
who th- why are you just perpetuating this weird lie that dogs legs bend backwards anna most of these books were written before anybody had the ability to look things up on the internet this was written in 1996 so the, the internet existed it was just not yeah, good. like yeah, but you would have to get onto your Netscape navigator That's and fine, ask Jeeves some basic, like stuff and like uh, it just it's hey, just you know this is one of those things where I'm like you kind of just got to suspend some disbelief here. Hey, these all, are middle school kids. Chat, this is basic biology. Yeah, no, I'm, hey, I'm all, Anna. all of this bone chat um, is making me think that. Um, so first of all, everyone in this call knows that uh, knows my thing, my very specific proclivity about saying that all horses' legs are fingers. Yes, because they are. Anatomically, so that mm-hmm. does does that mean that when Cassie shifts to a horse, her hands come into her torso and then her fingers sprout out into horrible legs? No, because then she would have eight legs. I'm not well, counting to, the thumb. Well, well, to, uh, they can fold in. I'm saying, but I, like I, I assumed, I assumed that the calcium from all her fingers just got into one finger to make that yeah. one finger the really big leg. Yeah. Okay. You know, as long as we're uh, on the same I, I I love that that the, the the problem with bones is a uh, is an issue for some people, but not the conservation of mass. Well, I, I, another thing is like these kids turn into like I mean, one of these children turns into a red-tailed hawk. So like, yeah. where do these feathers fucking come from? Do they sprout Wait, out? Hang on. There's yeah, a, they, just they describe. They yeah, they sprout. They 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 they, they sprout and bloom from the body. They don't. They, I'm doing no, very important they, information right now. They don't because Jake describes watching Tobias turn back into a person, and he says his skin kind of has the pattern of the feathers. Yeah, where it's like so, they don't sprout out. It's literally his skin is turning into feathers. All right, now we've been talking about uh, the <laughs> the technology and the wherewithal it takes to transform into uh, our child soldiers take to transform into their yeah, animal bodies. I, I, I think, think maybe I, we're we're getting a little too in the weeds on this one. I was on, just gonna say, I'm, I'm, I wanted I'm to get trying this. to Google how 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 small you can come back to the average human's mass into in order for it to be a black hole. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? Never don't. Actually, I'm gonna have to strike that question from. Uh, <laughs> from this podcast i actually remember the answer this is written for middle schoolers everybody i know but um this is written for 12 year olds also they they actually do answer that question yeah Uh, oh okay okay Um, fine then i then i'll i I will uh, uh, allow it but uh like 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 15 15 books from now you will get the answer to uh the conservation of mass question because so i'm I just, pretty i'm pretty sure all i'm saying is i'm pretty sure an amoeba counts as an animal right yes yeah sure uh so if a human transformed into an amoeba via this this space magic would that be enough to no it wouldn't uh like i said there is an answer i don't want to go into it because i i want you to all find okay, it yourself yeah. uh, uh, okay. basically i just wanted to get into this mechanics question and, and discuss it now because we're on the first book. If we have this discussion every episode, it's going to be rough. So I just wanted to get it out there and out of the way oh, so that we're not thinking about that every time we read one of these books. But I'm sure it'll come up. It's going to get a lot worse. I'm going to be honest. Um, I, I don't even want to bring up the book. Uh, the next book? No, no, no. It's one a little further down that's going to have one of the most horrific... Uh, oh, I... Like, there's one that sticks into my mind to this day that's absolutely terrifying. 
Well, I'm yeah. thinking about, John, you, you might know about the worst book written for Animorphs. Uh, uh, the, and uh, we will have questions about that when that comes up, but I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't want to spoil any of this. Uh, I do just remember there, there's, there's a nightmare fuel um, thing that happens to, to, to some of the characters that uh, I can't shake off to this day. Yeah. So anyway, right. I think yeah. that's a that's a podcast. Uh, yeah, that's a podcast. And as we say at the end of every of uh, this untitled Animorphs podcast, don't listen um, for more than two hours. Don't listen for more than two hours. <laughs> no, no, no. Please, please don't do that because I assume at some point we're going to get to a two-hour runtime on this episode. Right, on this fine, podcast. Fine. fine. Yeah. Uh, um, don't. I. I'm Avery. You can find me at uh, a very angry human on Twitter. I'm I'm Angela. You can find me at uh, Graceful as a Goose on Instagram. I'm Anna. You can find me at Annabelle Droid on Twitter. I'm John, and you can find me at the underscore Yam King on Twitter. And uh, maybe eventually we'll have a, a Twitter handle and a email for the podcast. I will so never have a Twitter personally. You, I know for a fact that you have a Twitter. You just don't use it. So yeah, I get that. But eventually, one day we might. <laughs> want to do that as part of like podcast marketing pod, pod, podcast branding okay all right yeah, po- podcast um, branding. okay that's a i think that's an outro and that's a podcast